The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Good morning, guys. Today is Wednesday. The Cowboys will be traveling today. Um, the show, we have Nate Newton back again with us. Nick Inman, Mr. Dave, me, Amber Garcia. <laughs> anyway, so last night we we had our media day, media night party. And Nate, you weren't there. No, I never attend those What's things. up with that? No, that, that, when you go to that, you missed you out. No, when you go to that, you're officially media, and I don't want to become officially media. No. There were celebrities there. Yeah. You, <laughs> like you want to just ride the line a little bit? Yeah. Kinda uh, uh, yeah. Mm. Hey, man, I can't go all the way, man. I cannot get all the way. So what What? What you say was some celebs there? Who Who was there last night? You, Jerry Jones, <laughs> Michael Irvin. Oh, Michael Irvin ain't missing nothing where he get a chance to shine. Believe that. That's a good point. Yeah. What was the other guy? I saw Clarence taking a, a uh, selfie Keyshawn with. Was there? No. Cooper Gooding Jr. showed up. Yeah. Cooper. Oh, man. Yeah, man. You wow. missed out some, on some really good food, good view, good people. Yeah. Open yeah. bar. Open bar. I'm drinking the most, so I can't do that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. That that, all that being said, we're actually doing well here today. That's yes. so fun. There's, yeah. been, there's been some next day um, shows in the past that I have, were not uh, good. I've been to enough Cowboys-related parties in my time here. That was tame. That was tame by Cowboy oh, yeah. standards. Yeah. So no, everyone fun. behaved. Very, yes, it was very fun. fun. Everyone behaved. But and tame. Everyone got out of there safely. So today, like I said, the Cowboys are the team is going to be traveling to San Francisco. They're going to be playing tomorrow their first preseason game against the 49ers. First of all, I wanted to see: Are we expecting to see? The first team play? Good question. I think you're going to see some. I mean, yeah. some. That's the answer. Some. Um, Let's go know. down the line. Well, I honestly, I think it's going to be first teamers uh, with the exception of guys who have rested at practice. So, like, I really doubt you. Tyron Smith. You won't see Tyron Smith. You Connor Williams. You Yes, you'll see Connor Williams. Travis. Yes. At least for a series. Zeke. I'd say no on Travis. If he's not going to be in the scrimmage. I bet you will. Okay. I bet you'll see the entire first team line minus Tyron for okay. a series. I was going down. Sorry. Uh, what about a uh, tight end? Yes. yes. Everybody's got to play All there. receivers. Yeah. Yes. Dak? Dak? Dak is one Jackson? I don't know. I bet Dak gets like a series, whether it's three plays. Hand or the ball three. left, hand the ball right, sure. screen pass here. No Ezekiel Elliott. Peace. You're okay. not going to see 21. No. When? I don't. I need to see Ezekiel Elliott for one series against the Cardinals in Week Three. Ew, no. I need to Why? see Ezekiel Elliott on September 9th in Carolina. Oh, God. we've I'm had the so discussion serious. last oh. year. We had We're gonna the discussion have last year. Nate, Nathaniel? what's your input in having key players like Ezekiel Elliott play in preseason game? Oh, no good. need for that. Yes. No, nah, I mean, <clears throat> if he go out, run out there, and get introduced, you know third game and run back and don't play a snap I'm good okay certain guys what what does it what does it prove and what does it what does it do 
with Zeke playing, what does it do? I mean, he's Zeke, baby. <laughs> Thank he's you. He's proven. Well, he's Zeke, baby. How I'm going to put that on T-shirts. How many guys are that? Th- I mean, how many guys are like that? Zeke. That's it? He's Zeke. the only guy on the team for it? Okay. Any, okay. Any, anybody that's been to a Pro Bowl. See, the reason a quarterback that. may need uh, a series or two in the, th- in the third game you know, or even in, in this case, in, 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 in Dak's case, he, he probably needed to play the second game, the third game, because the environment and working with the new guys. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he, he gets to work a little bit and get some, get some, tr- get, get some true rhythm. But, but Zeke come ready, man. He's like, uh, you know. I'm going to disagree. I don't think so. I think he needs to play maybe. Actually, I'm changing my stance. I think he needs to play two preseason games. Go. Let's oh. go back. Let's go back and look at the first two games, the first two seasons of his career. He's not really been that good in the first, first couple of games of the season. He has had some slow starts early in the seasons. Maybe he maybe we need to try something a little bit different with him. I don't think they've been giving him a lot of reps in those preseasons in those first two years. I'm not saying 15 carries a game, but I, I think he needs to get a little bit of, of touches in those weeks two and three, get out of there, and then – Would ready. you guys want to see a guy like Sean Lee being no. thrown out there? I don't think you'll see Sean and Lee. And he hasn't been Week really three. doing anything really One preseason out here. game for Sean. That's my, my One take. Preseason. Yeah. Okay, so let's go down the, the table. Let's go around the table, and I want to hear who are you most excited about or wanting to see the most in this – in tomorrow's game, I want to hear a rookie and a veteran guy. Okay. I'll Who start. wants to start? I'll start with the rookie. Um, I want to see Dorrance Armstrong. I think uh, we've been seeing a lot of him going up against um, rookie tackles and younger guys, and, and I want to see him go up against somebody different, see what he what he can try. Uh, it's not just rookies, though. He, he put Chaz Green on his back with one hand the other day. So I think we all know what we think about Chaz. I want to see him go up against somebody different and see uh, if he can kind of continue what we've seen out here and take it to the field. That's my rookie. Okay. Rookie. Let's let's yeah let's get the rookie out of the way first. I want to see Bo Scarborough. He's the great. He's the great. The hype machine himself. He he's not quite Rico Gathers in terms of hype, but. He's about as hyped as I've ever seen a seventh-round draft pick. Uh, he should get a ton of carries in the second half, at least, if not before that. Uh, I want to see what he can do. And and he's probably not going to have a great line in front of him to help him out, so he's going to have to play well. And if he wants to make the team, these are the types of situations he needs to show out in. So that's What's mine. Rookie? One through four draft picks. I need to see every one of them. I, I'm being honest. Every one of them. Vanderesh. Connor, every one Gallup. tell me which one I'm just, I'm just that we don't them. need to see that need to help oh, no this team. we need to see all of them That's yes but who and, 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 do you want to see the most every one of them every because we don't one. know which one is going to be that guy that impacts the team i'm uh, it, it may seem like uh, nate ain't cooperating but <laughs> every guy one through four we need to see because that's what this team is consistent of. Mm-hmm. It's young guys, so the rookies, we need to see them. I mean, yeah, pick y'all pick one, and then I'll and then one, two, three, okay, four. We need to see all of them. I will sure. say that. Well, yeah, go ahead. Who's yours? Uh, mine would be Vendorash for sure, just because again we haven't been able to fully see him go all out, and just because of the position, you know. I'm glad you said that because you know I'm the guy that doesn't want to play anybody. The thought of playing Zeke in two preseason games makes me want to puke, but. 
Van Der Esch needs to play. I mean, he's a big, important draft pick, but he needs all the snaps he can get. I'm excited to see what he can do in a physical football, you know, real deal situation. I hope he plays the whole game, honestly. Yeah. Be- because in, at every position, at one point during the offseason, we screamed about it. Mm-hmm. At, at almost every position except the reason we didn't scream about defensive end is because we had D, D, DeMarcus Lawrence. But there – well, who we drafting? Wide receiver, linebacker. Who we we still need a defensive end. Who's da, da, play da, guard? Yeah, you know, I we, we we screened about all these positions. Now they're here, and all of them been addressed. And let's see it. Let's see it. You know, at first not all of them. Game, which one is missed? Are you which one? Safety. Safety. Duh. It's all been addressed. It's all been It's all it's all been addressed. Minutes without it. Yeah, it's all been addressed. Hey, um. We're on the what? same page. We are, we but are. I mean, yeah. I've made my peace with it, and you're just still banging the drum. That's <laughs> no, the difference. I'm, I'm okay. Okay, we'll see safety. how it, okay, it goes. Okay, okay, safety. I, I keep forgetting because safety. I, the day, you know, I, I flew with that. That ship flew with me on the oh. day of the draft. When, when, when <laughs> we didn't give it up, I'm serious. When we didn't do it on the Beep. second, the second player, you know, the second round pick, we didn't get that up. I'm like, I, I'm, I had to move on. Because oh, you moved on that quick. Yeah, because you got to. The way this is looking, even if we get this young man who y'all don't, you know, who y'all speak about a lot, you it's know, not that young. That's the problem. Mm, all right, but I need to see four rookies. I got you. <laughs> okay, all right. Yes. You need to see all the rookies. Then yeah, what, all, yeah. What veteran do you need to see? Don't say all of them, Nate. Yeah, no, 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 give no, me no. one. No, 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 no. I, it's just, this is mine anyway. Yeah, it, you know I have. Uh, Marcus Martin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to see him. I need to see more than what I've seen out here. He's I want to see more than what I've seen out here. Oh, well, you just said one. I was going to go down the list of them. Sorry, <laughs> but Marcus Martin. I would. I would like to see him do more than just get tired. <laughs> yeah, they're always going to take those guards. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, you got a guy? Yeah, I got a guy. I'm going to steal a line from Nate. I want to see something from Mr. Charlton. Cause what you love to say? He does. He doesn't. He hasn't earned a nickname as cool as Taco yet, right? That's right. I want to see Vedante. I want to yeah, see him go funny. against somebody new. <laughs> and hope. I mean, he's done some things out here that lead you to believe that he might take a step. And uh, I hope it translates. He's yeah. another guy. I mean. He's a first-round pick by name and contract. He's what you would call like a big, a big player. Right. Uh, but I want to see a lot of him. I think he should play a lot of snaps, and it would certainly make me feel good if he could accomplish some things in this game. To you know, like I said, give you some hope that he's going to take that step. I'll, I'll go with kind of the obvious here because we talk so much about getting some safety help in there. So. Let's just see in this first game what Xavier Woods does. Let's see. Oh, uh, good call, man. Man, my great <laughs> call, bro. Uh, Imagine if is you your arm okay there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. That, that is a great call, though, man. Britt. <laughs> no, nah, that, that's a great call, brother. Um, serious. So Xavier Woods is a guy that I'm looking at now. I am just because. Let's just see how things get lined up. Let's see, you know, how he's the. Last guy of defense, you've talked about yeah. it uh, yesterday, how you want to see him get in there, mix it up, and make these tackles, which is good, too. That 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 will make him 
a really productive safety, but what will make him a bad safety is if they go over the top on him and he gets beat deep. So, if the, you know, the great ones find a way to be around both. Woodson was way back here, but he was also up here. Palomalo was always around the ball. Ed Reed, I'm not calling him those. I'm just saying to be a great safety, you've got to be back. Make sure it's covered back here, but also mix it up when things are in front of you. I want to see what Xavier Woods does. What we type of angles he take on the run? What yeah. type of angles he take? Mm -hmm. that, thank you, ma'am, because he was getting more out of time <laughs> than me. Uh, we had a bug on the table. See, could he oh. come up and tackle? Yeah. You know, we'll we, we need to see because that is key. If he can't do that, two things like Nick said, be able to get back, bat down a ball, or make that, that saving tackle on that uh, nine rod or that skinny post up the seam, mm -hmm. and come up and say, okay, well, boom, my, my boy Jeff, he missed that. I got his back. Boom, slam it just for a three or four-yard gain after after Jeff, if Jeff he was a miss, which I doubt he will. I'll be interested to see. You know, we talked about the offense, but the de the first team defense is interesting. You're not going to see Sean Lee. He hasn't yeah, yeah, practiced. That's right. I would guess you're not going to see Tank, and I would guess you're not going to see Tyrone Crawford. That's. But other than that, everybody else on the defense, even the first teamers, probably needs time and would. I mean, what, and and you want to see uh, price. You want to see those guys yeah. in a setting with their other starter caliber players. Yeah. What about the swiper, fifty four. Yeah, I think you want to see him, Jalen Smith. I think all those guys will get not the whole game. No, 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 no. no. But yeah, I bet a you, little bit. I bet you they'll get two series. Yeah, like they'll basically. I bet you the first teamers will play a quarter. Cheeto. Yeah. So it, it, I, I know. I mean, you obviously need them to be healthy, but none of those guys is so established that you can just sit them down. They you need the time. You just find out right now. Just see turn around what, right what, what, now. It's very true. This is what they're getting ready for the well, game. What, 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 what gets me is. Yeah, exactly. what I said sounds kind of smart. It does. 54 got to play because if you say 54 ain't going to play, that automatically tell me you, that's your starter. Right. Your no, and that's. starter. Really, like those, yeah. those three guys, point, yeah. Lee, Lee, Tyrone, and Tank are the only three guys on this defense that I feel comfortable sitting down. Yeah. And everybody else. Ball Not only up. do I need to see more from them, but uh, they need the time playing together. Because at the end of the day, these guys haven't played that many games together. Yeah. So I Tied think you're going to see a lot of. Pl I think you're going to see a lot of snaps from the defense compared to the offense. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see tomorrow how that tight end. I'm going to keep my eyes open on that one. I think I think uh, Swain will play some. Jarwin. I mean, I think I, I would imagine you'll see Rico in the first half, just when they go, like, three wide stuff, and then you'll see him. I think you'll see Rico a lot. The fun thing about having a team this young is it's just not a long list of guys who have earned that benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Which, I don't know what's on your list. Are you talking about quarterbacks at all? I yeah, mean, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Kay. And let me see, what time is Well, we started kind of late, so let's just jump right into it. Again, we, we've always talked about – Cooper Rush being the backup, and then once the Cowboys got Mike White, the talk was kind of, okay, well, Mike White may be better. We'll see how he plays out. As of right now, based on what I've seen so far at training camp, I think that Cooper Rush is just a little bit ahead of Mike White. Is that fair to say? I think it's more than a little bit to this point. Although yeah. what makes this so interesting, though, is – that's kind of the way it's designed, you know. In these NFL practices, you only have so many reps. So, I mean, Dak's going to get the lion's share, and then Cooper Rush is going to get, you know, four reps per period. And really, by the time Mike White comes in, there's only time for, like, one or two snaps. Uh, but he's going to probably play – Mike White's probably going to play, like, the maybe – well, the fourth quarter at least. Like, he's going to get some playing time. And if he balls out in this game, 
that's how you catch attention, and that's how you change playing time out here. So, yeah, I'm. The more I've been thinking about this position, I, I really feel like that they need to get some veteran help in here for at quarterback. I I would I seriously would sign the 13, 14 year veteran who's available. There's always one. It's usually a, somebody like McCown or something like yeah, that. Yeah, bring him back. He's I would, here last I year. would get a guy like that in here. I really believe that that, that would be important uh, for Dak. Sanchez was here. He was really good for Dak, and you can say what you want about all oh, high pick, butt fumble, whatever. He was good for Dak. I think they need somebody like this. So, um, still going to be somebody between Rush and White, but I I feel like wow, that's amazing, man. See, Kellen Win- Kellen Moore don't get any any love, and he's the quarterback coach. Wow. Well, so you want to uh, bring a guy here just mm-hmm. to be good for? Th- yeah. Well, I mean, I would. I'm sorry. I mean, my <laughs> preferably a guy with more than one Kellen, NFL start. Kellen Moore. Kellen me. Moore has never won a game in the NFL. So you can say what you want about. Yeah, he's the coach, and 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 that's that's fine. Right. But but he hasn't doesn't have all that experience. I want a guy when Dak comes off the sideline that he can at least see some different things that are going on. Maybe he doesn't have the arm talent for it. But I mean, guys that are in the room, it can't just be coach. I, I think there's a veteran out there that they, they need to, to look at. And it wouldn't be Dak looking over his shoulder. It's a that's a guy that can help him. I uh, for Wade I'm Wilson. Not, I'm not I'm not discounting what you said. Wade Wilson had a lot of years that are that are that are that, not here anymore. That's about thirty five years of experience that's no longer here. We don't see that purple shirt out here anymore and it, and <laughs> I think they're missing it. I said till I was blue in the face last year that I would cut Kellen Moore and keep Cooper Rush and Luke McCown as my backups purely for that reason. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine with it, but they have given no indication that that's something they want to do. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I w- I would have done it last year, and yeah, with no thought that the veteran would even have a chance to start, but just to be an older, right. experienced voice in the room. Yeah. Don't get it. Yeah. Don't get a guy that Luke McCown would have been yeah. perfect for that. Like he's a friendly guy. He's played a lot of years in the league. Hey, don't I, get an RG three type of guy who's but one another team right now. But. I don't. I, I'd have to see it to believe it because everything they've said suggests otherwise. Let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we're going to keep talking about <laughs> the game tomorrow. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. So stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. 
When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to the break. All right, we are back. And let's see, if you guys want to send your questions, hit us on Twitter at Cowboys Break or call us. The number should be on the screen, I believe, according to Nick Eman. It is, but not everybody is watching. They're always, some of them are driving and listening to us live, which we appreciate. Exactly. So another guy that we've talked about seeing is Dan Bailey. And we, we, Dan. We've talked about him on here, but we haven't heard Nate's opinion on Dan Bailey. And he, I mean, he, he, last year was a re- reliable guy until he got injured, and uh, now he's kind of shaky. So you know, we, and believe it or not, only only you can only know about a kicker doing games yeah. when it when it come when it comes pressure time. That's when you know. And, and, and has he lost it? Has he regained it? Is he the same guy that we saw in the middle of the year in the beginning? You won't know that until a game. When it, that's how I look at kickers because it seems like they can just go on a tremendous roll and then all of a sudden they can bog down. Some recover, but most don't. It's it's funny. True. It's so not – it's it's such an unfair position because, what, yeah. he, missed, he missed two kicks in two straight practices. Yeah. And he hasn't missed since. Like, yeah. he's gone through three practices where he hasn't missed, but – I don't care. Like I'm just like, ah, I saw the misses though. Like right. I, you can't, sorry, that's in my head, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, it's and and if he misses in a game, then it's only going to be worse. So yeah. So that, we'll but that's, that's the only way you can know. Brian wrote Brian. We got a notebook from Brian coming up where he just kind of previews what he's looking for in this game, and he was basically saying, you know, if I'm Jason Garrett, I'm looking for excuses to have him kick field goals. Like yep. I mean, if it's third and third and four just run right into the line and set up a field goal because that's in a situation like this that's what you want it doesn't scoring touchdowns doesn't matter evaluate your team Uh, i wish and i wish fans would understand that and they won't when 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 they throw it's third and four like you said from the 30 yard line and they just throw some pass deep in the end zone that really doesn't have a shot to make it it's probably thrown out of bounds kneel the ball honestly because normally some guy in the national media, our local media, you're going to write something different. Right, about so, that. So, you know, yeah, you all are right on, spot on, but I think you're as exactly long right. as somebody writing something, that my right. fans ain't going to go that along would be, with it. I mean, Jason Garrett would never do something like that, but that would be outstanding to me is if you're just like, you know, we kneeled it because we wanted to see Dan kick a 49-yard field goal. kicked on third down. That, or, yeah, do that. That's what preseason's all about. Yeah, go. right. And uh, it, preseason, you get to evaluate the players and all that. Now, I wanted to ask about the coaching. And it's a tricky situation because, again, you're not necessarily trying to win a game. You're more testing every player and seeing and putting them in different positions. But we know that the Cowboys have different coaches this time. Is that something how, – how do you evaluate that as well or try to evaluate during the preseason as far as coaching? I'm, I think Dave should answer this. You're the one that asked – you asked um, 
uh, Garrett yesterday about it being kind of a cluster. Yeah. On the first practice, you got our first game. You got guys up in the booth down here. They're on the headsets now. They're all working together for the first time. This is, I mean, this is. Uh, his answer was pretty. Yeah. You know, well, important. I mean, it's a cluster in a lot of ways too. I mean, you got twice as many guys on the sideline and in the locker room. Uh, you and that's the main thing he was talking about. Which, yeah, like I don't envy them in this regard. Special teams. Special I mean, teams. you got half of your players are done playing by halfway through the second quarter. And so your kick teams aren't the same. You got to figure out, you know, who's still playing. Basically, it's like, are you are you out? Are you still in? Can you go in on punt on punt team? Uh, you got to. And he just said it's all about keeping an open line of communication, which again will probably be hard because this is the first time that this entire staff has coached a game together. Meaning, you know, being on the headsets, who's in the booth, who's on the sideline. Um, he just said he. I think he actually said. You know, he's going to spend basically all of this time between yesterday and kickoff stressing the importance of communication and making sure there's open lines so so there aren't any too many crossed wires. But I, it sounds like it's – I mean, that just sounds tricky. Like I said, 90 players, probably 30 coaches, uh, of, you know, 10-person equipment staff and 8-person medical staff, and all of them have to kind of coexist together in a space that's like 20 yards long and 10 yards wide. Well, that's why you so. have the preseason. Yeah, no, so that's good. Well, four of them yeah, get everything. Regular sorted season out. probably feels like a piece that's of cake by the time you get done trimming all these guys that, down. That's one thing that I never get too worried about, and, and fans will sometimes, when you see a punt return for a touchdown or kickoff, don't ever take too much stock in preseason games for special teams, just because of that reason right there. That you got a lot of guys doing things that are really not going to be uh, on this team, and he, and for that being said. If a guy like Lance Lenore goes 75 yards with a punt return for a touchdown, the same thing. Well, you know, what's their special teams look like? You know, it'll help him. It'll help his cause. But you got to remember, special teams, they're just trying to get through at this point. And you know the funny thing about it, the guys that should be uh, most concerned about special teams be the ones that really don't care. That's your young guys. Most of the young guys, second-year guys, they like they just running down there, but they don't realize it. This is how you make the team. Bo, like you said, Bo Scarborough, mm. that's a guy to look for. And, and, you know, he could have 14 carries for 46 yards. And you're like, well, that's, that's pretty good. N nothing too great there. Well, what was his line, the offensive line in front of him? Yeah. Th but he goes down there and, and, and on the first quarter right. and strips a, the, you know, punt returner from the ball yep. or makes a big hit. Yep. That is going to help him yes, more than sir. anything. So. That that's really kind of what when we're looking at these guys, those bubble guys. Let me you tell know, you, Lance Lenores and stuff like that. And I don't know how Jason run his uh, deal when he's talking to the players, especially like. But Jimmy, Jimmy, look at you know. Okay, I know who my first team is, and I mm, kind of got part of my second team. But the rest of you guys, if y'all don't know the special team coach, here's his name right here. Da 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 da. If you ain't on that, you ain't making this team. And so it it was just straightforward like that, simple. So and we paid attention as veterans, you know, during the preseason games, who's gonna make those plays? Like Kenny Gant. Yeah. You know, who's gonna make and Kenny Gant caught on to it quick. And believe it or not, a guy that was gonna make the team anyway was big on it was Darren Woodson. Oh yeah. Moose Johnson. These guys came in as rookies. It was on all four special teams. That's that's what he you know. kind of is for this team yeah. now. You know, he's Kayvon Frazier the yep. same way. Yep. Guys like that who understand the importance of how do I make this team. Right. And, uh, and like I said, I don't know if Jason that blunt with it, 
But Jimmy used to be straightforward with it. And that's it. I mean, I'm Bo Scarborough is fascinating for a lot of reasons because I mean he was, and I, I mean he he lost some playing time in his last year at Alabama, but he was a bell cow national title winning back for Alabama. I I don't imagine he's been in that situation mm-hmm. in a few years where right. I'm interested to see what this looks like for him and how hard he's grinding. Uh, I think Coach Brown probably telling part. him though, Dave. Coach yeah. Brown probably said, "Bruh, you you won't get on this field, man. Uh, and your your chance of being on this team is not great if you if you don't do this." And, and I know uh, his biggest competitor for a job is pretty darn good at special teams, Darius Jackson. Yeah, so yeah. That's gonna be interesting. Why are you smiling at me like that? You know I love me? Darius Jackson. I know. Who me? No, yeah, you're smirking at me. <laughs> you do love him, but uh, Bob. Well, I was just thinking of, like, his body type. And that's how <laughs> you made fun of me the other day. What? But he, he just – he looks like a beast. Bo? Yes. Oh, my oh God. Yeah. yeah he, he is a beast. Like Literally, I've, I can't count how many times I've had the conversation. Like, me and Nick have talked about it. I've talked about it with other reporters, coaches. You're like, if you were just – like the the old bus test, like get if off you, the bus who, team. you're putting, you're having Bo get off the bus first because he's scary. Like he looks like a monster. I mean, yeah. it, but it ain't that easy. You got to do more than look like a monster. <laughs> Bo yeah. and uh, Rico, the re- I'm telling you, the rookie minicamp when they first got there, and all, just when I walked out of that side and I saw Bo doing. Like, isn't he both of you the linebackers? Yeah. Like, nah, that's Bull Scarborough. Yeah. Well, yep. I, I, yeah. talked to, I talked to Keith O'Quinn, the special teams coordinator, back in the OTAs, and he was coming off the field, and he had his sunglasses on. And he was he was talking about different guys, about, you know, and I said Bo Scarborough, and I said, he's a guy that, man, if he could play some special teams for you, it'd be pretty good. And he kind of, like, looked at me, took his sunglasses off, and he was like, he's going to play special teams. It was just <laughs> like, oh, he's playing special teams. Well, Trust They're going to find the way. Trust me. They're going to find the way. He's playing. I don't know if that meant, like, oh, he's a rookie. He's got to or that's he's a beast. But if, see, he's a if, he, if he averages 2.5 yards per carry on Thursday night, I don't care if he runs down and just blows somebody up on a kick. Great like, point, that's, Dave. Give me, give me that. I felt and like see, that, that. You did. I mean, you did. When, when, you when, did. They did, when they did goal line and they lined them up first, I was like, okay, they, they trying to tell him something. Yeah, you know when they lined them up as the first back, they said, "We trying to tell you something." They want him to make yeah. the team. Yeah, they just he's got to earn it though. Yeah. All right, here is a question from Twitter. Jerome is asking: Losing talent to cuts is exactly what I've been worrying about. So, would you rather keep Rico or Ely at this point? This Jerome at the time. With Mars Day play? No, no. Nah. Oh, Mars Day in the time. Yeah. Jungle love. <laughs> I got you. Got me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. Jesse. Yeah. Now Jerome. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, uh, Ely or Ricky? Uh, Ricky. Uh, Rico. I don't know if it goes is, like that, but. Uh, if you're, I mean, if you're asking me, I'd rather have Rico. And that's, I mean, I'm not really trying to knock Coney Ely, but. I haven't seen anything amazing from him out here, and we have seen Dorrance Armstrong play really well. Taco's had some moments. Tank is obviously Tank. The only thing about Ely is that I, I feel like with all, like the guys you just mentioned, pretty good depth of defensive end now, I think Ely is pushing himself kind of to the inside where, it's, where there's a spot available with David Irving not here and – so somebody else is going to have to pick up the, the 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 slack there. You've got Collins hurt. I think 
if Ely makes it, it's going to be because he has versatility to play both of those spots. Because I don't think they want to put Crawford down in there anymore. Yeah. So who you like? I mean, I just don't think it's a comp- it, It's going to come down to Ely versus Rico. It's not, but just but it, but it, you know, but just indulge the exercise. Uh, Ely. So you going with both Ely, of them? Ely right now. Ely right now because I think he's got more. So we got one vote for Rico, one for Ely. I'm the thing is, is I'm going Rico for basically the same reasons he said. I mean, but Rico goes out and catches touchdown passes and does some things. Or he doesn't even have to catch touchdowns. Just just catch the ball and do yeah. some things. Make a few blocks, and then things change a little bit. Because now Rico has a chance to be on the field a lot more. If on A tight end, if you're the second or third tight end, you're going to play. If you're the second or third, I mean, if you're like the fourth or fifth tackle, you might be inactive. So... I just think it's, it's, a, it's early right now. I think Elo has Ely, not Craig Elo. Ely has a better chance of making the team right now. Oh, I th- I think Ely's got a better chance of making the team, but I just think Rico's got more potential. I, I mean, just uh, when we when we put Ely in a headline, we we put Coney Ely in a headline. Nobody clicks on it, but we put Rico. Yeah. Oh my God. But let me say well, this, and that's because Rico's got potential to so be so, something. So Broderson told y'all that Ely Ely finally picked it up after four days of. So-so practice? I mean, Rico even been practicing better than him the first four or five days. Now, Ely has finally st- – I guess he had food poisoning or something. He was so <laughs> slow. I don't know. You know what I'm, I'm just saying, man. Okay. I mean – I think they both have their work dehydrated or something in 60-degree weather. I, I don't know what his problem was. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- time out on the 60-degree weather. It's okay? a little warmer than this that. Is, it's this been is so oh, I, hot. I forgot. I, I, when I get up at 4.30 in the morning, it's 66 degrees. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, and I look at my yeah. thing. It's 66 degrees. Nate's in there grinding <laughs> on the stationary bike about at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah. It, yesterday, honestly, might have been the hottest day in the history of Oxnard. It was 82. Yeah. That, don't look at your, whatever the thing that you're looking at. I mean, it, there's a heat index out here, and it's it's a, it was about But 90. I rode my bike 13, 14 miles, and, and it didn't seem like. But in Dallas, I can't ride three miles. So, well, I mean, don't. Different don't. different heat out here. I'm just saying hot is hot. Sweating through your clothes is hot. And these players out <sighs> here on, playing, man, it was hot. Let me, let me, okay, let me, I played it. Let me it. get you mentally it's strong it's again. It's you it's you it's love it, Dallas right. mentally strong. Now you don't got here. Don't. And nothing you're going to pull up. Oxnard right now nothing is 82. You're, nothing you're going to pull Canton, up. Canton, Texas is 94. That doesn't mean anything. It's it feels hot. like 96. The it's heat the, index is feels like 100 here? in Canton. In Canton, Texas. Canton. Okay, now let's go over here to Oxnard. What's Canton? Te- where's the Canton? That's about a third okay. hour from Amber, Dallas. save us. <laughs> okay. Amber, get this <laughs> Let, Let's go ahead and, just, and take I'm, our I'm final just saying, break. Let's I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to toughen this guy up. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm <laughs> not the one practicing. Let me give you a chest shot. Let's yeah, take our final did. break. <laughs> when we come back, we are going to keep answering questions from you guys. Ely. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Back to the break. We are back. Nate, do you wear Tommy Johns? Who, me? Yeah, I got a few pair of them. I, I only wore them. I, I tried to squeeze into mine. <laughs> I quickly jumped into the pool, felt like Shamu, you know what I'm saying? Nate, you're my favorite person. <laughs> yeah. So, so you would they recommend like, They were like Speedos for me. Okay. <laughs> you can swim on some Tommy Johns. They're so okay. comfortable, Amber. Okay. You can do yeah. anything. You can swim. You can do everything, everything you, need you need in Tommy Johns. You can get them TommyJohns.com forward slash Cowboys. All right. <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick. I wanted to actually talk about something else. Today, we have something very, very good coming out. Definitely. This was is, that not it? This is one. Yeah, I said definitely. Let me talk about oh. it. This is, one of the, this is one of the best documentaries that I have ever seen, and, and I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. Um, it's called Parcells Final Ride, and actually, uh, Kent Garrison and Rob Phelps put together. Kent could probably talk about it as well as anybody, but I know he doesn't like to do that. He doesn't like to talk about his own uh, his own work, but he put a lot of work and effort into this. It's about his first season, Bar- Parcells' first season with the team, uh, 2003, and it's just it, it takes you back. It's it, it's so behind you know uh, behind the scenes. You're gonna absolutely love it. It's a it's the it's the best hour and 15 minutes. It goes by really quickly. Just watching the trailer makes you want to Un- see it. Unbelievable. So Kent, you there? Wha- Hey guys! Hey, tell us. Hey guys! Hey guys! <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> it's me. I, I know you don't like talking about it, but but really, what yeah. what what was your favorite part? I'm going to interview you real quick. What was your favorite part of doing this documentary? I think talking to Bill. Uh, Rob and I actually got to fly down to Florida and talk to Bill, and uh, we talked to him for about 40 minutes, and I think 39 of it is actually in the documentary because he. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to he, leave. Yeah, because yeah. he's just solid gold. But I think just his personality and how honest and. And everything he was, and I think you'll see it. He talks a lot about how things ended here and why he left, and that was a lot of speculation before, but he cleared a lot of that up. And um, it felt like he really wanted to get a lot of this off his chest, too. You know, a lot of these thoughts on the Cowboys. People ask him about the Patriots or, you know, Jets or Giants a lot, but uh, I think the Cowboys, he really had a um, a lot of um, feelings he wanted to get out, and I think he got them out, and this is 
him speaking the truth. So nothing better than that with Parcells. He's a great quote. Definitely. Okay. So the the where can people yeah, watch? Yeah, the it, best Jake? way. Yeah, the best way yeah. to watch. You can, they're going. We're going to put it all over the place today. Right. Yeah, we're doing a live premiere at 3 p.m. Central. It's going to be on Facebook Live, Periscope, and DallasCowboys.com, and across all of our apps. If you have one of our apps, you can watch it on there. And it'll also be on demand at the conclusion. Right when that ends, we'll put it on demand. You can watch it on your own time. Um, but I suggest, yeah, download the TV on the app. Uh, uh, the app on the TV, if you have Apple TV or Roku, that's probably the best way to watch it. Perfect. So you guys have no excuse to saying you didn't have a chance to watch it because you have it available everywhere in every possible way you can think of. Kent sounded ready and prepared, but he did not know we were coming to him right there. But <laughs> no. he was ready for this. He's just, he's I mean, he's been I'm immersed for, in it for yeah. eight they, freaking they months. Have been, I'm ready for it to be out. They That's have the worked thing. so hard on this, um, and it, it shows. It really does show. It was great. We're off for, like, the rest of the day Appreciate after it. this. I'm yeah. going to go watch it. I'm I think it'll be. A good, right, good thing to hold people over till till the preseason game tomorrow. Definitely. So yes. Check that yes. out. So we'll check it out. You guys check it out, and then we'll come back later on in the week and talk about it. Yeah. And all give of some that stuff. Re reviews. I've yeah, already given. Review. I've already given three thumbs up. I only have two, so it, it's really good. I promise you. All right. Let's go ahead and take a call from Elvis in Midland. Okay. Kind of a off the topic question here, but. Can you guys tell me if teams know when a player is continuing to fail drug tests up to the point that they're in the drug program? Um, I think that information will help understand why teams don't re-sign players or, you know, maybe like they lowballed Demarcus Lawrence if they did. But I just want to know if they're if they know that they're failing the drug test up to the point of suspension. All right. I mean. There, so there's so much gray area with that. I mean, I I know that that's a very easy question. Do they know or do they not know? But you gotta. There's other factors here, and I'm not trying to sidestep the question, but it's not as simple as that because you've got different types of drug tests. You've got different types of programs that they're on. You've got um. Th there are some players that that are on a, um different programs from the NFL where where. They, the Cowboys or the teams do not know um, what's going on. It's just, it comes down to different different drugs. It's it's different types of right. tests. And I'm, I, league administered like drug tests that the whole league gets. Right. They get the results of that if you fail, I believe. And yeah, then, the, and they probably know a little bit before it hits. You know, right. the the announcement, but not that much earlier. And then let me, let me be honest. It don't matter because the player don't get paid. And he's all, and, I mean, and in most cases he's not with the team, so it it don't matter. And uh, in, in Gregory's case, uh, they knew towards the end when he had the ability to be reinstated. Whereas D. Lawrence, they you may they may have knew a little bit more because it's only four games. But at, at the end of the day, they don't get paid, so the lowballing factor is out of the window. Well, I think he's talking about yeah. like when it's time to renegotiate a contract, you say, hey. We, you know, we don't trust you, X, Y, and Z. This is why we know you have failed drug tests in the past. But, but, but the bottom line is, D. Law, D Demarcus Lawrence has been two years from that. They're not going to do that with him. Whereas with right. Gregory, if he's coming up, it's yeah. going to be a factor. And yeah. then the uh, the rules change too when a guy's in the program because I mean yeah. obviously Randy Gregory is. But once you're in the program, you're in it for a certain amount of time, and they already know that. So. Uh, they either gonna they and either gonna put some stipulations in there, but like I said, 
if you get suspended again, we ain't got to worry about Gregory. But let's say if it, it was his first time going down, he, he ain't getting paid. So no matter if they sign up for $20 million, he ain't getting paid. I think league-wide, too. I think fa- I think fans would be surprised league-wide to know how many players are in the program for one reason or another. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, – I mean, obvi- like that stuff yeah. is kept confidential for a reason. And I honestly – you can mi- you can miss a you can miss a drug test and be in the program. You could uh, do something. You can fail off, one. Yeah, you, you can, can fail miss one. one. It's other ways that you can do something weird off the field, and they'll say, "Hey, yeah. that's that's not characteristic of you." Uh, we need and they'll challenge you. We need to start, you know, having you do a few right tests. You know, so it's so many ways, and so many things that that can put you under the gun to. But the bottom line is you don't get paid. To answer the question as bluntly as possible, I don't think teams have all of that information. Like no, they don't. Some of it is, is not privy to them, obviously, yeah. for confidentiality reasons. Uh, but also NFL teams are pretty good at finding stuff out about their players. So, All right, here is a question from Twitter. Do you guys think that it's accurate to compare Dak to someone like Alex Smith? Accurate meaning what? Uh, like – Yes, athletic running quarterback, uh, not not the strongest arm, um, but he's he, he's never it never looks pretty. It, it but it is effective. Um, I I don't think that's the worst comparison. No, I think it's actually that's, pretty I mean, good. It's funny, somewhat accurate. <laughs> yeah, it is somewhat <laughs> accurate. It's an, I mean, people use Alex Smith, you know, like oh, he'll be. He'll be Alex Smith. Like, his ceiling is Alex Smith. Alex Smith has had a pretty nice career, and I get it. You know, he's never been to a Super Bowl. He's not the type of quarterback that's going to carry a bad team or a mediocre team to a good record. But Alex Smith has gotten two different franchises into the playoffs and into the next round of the playoffs. So if Dak aspires to be that, I'm A-OK. That's fine with me. Now, just for fun, something that we usually do during the season is predict the game and the the score obviously that's something that we don't care about mm-hmm. for this game but let's go ahead and predict who's gonna be a guy that you expect to shine tomorrow i'll be disappointed based on what he's done these first two weeks of camp i will be disappointed if lance lenore doesn't do something mm, that's a good uh, one. if he do, i mean if he do, i'm not saying he's got to like set the preseason receiving record but if he doesn't come out of this game with a nice stat line or a nice play, that will be disappointing because he's done it out here every freaking day that we've been here. What about on special teams? I mean, if we don't come out of this game feeling good about him, that's disappointing. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, if he drops a punt or a pass or just disappears, uh, that would be a bummer. Unless they're trying to hide him because he's been playing so well, but I don't think they'll do that. Okay. Antoine Woods, number 64, the human log. You I expect wanna, him to shine tomorrow. I want him to play well, yeah. And and his deal is hard to judge because he may not make a tackle, but he can be very disruptive. If he if he puts pressure on that center, you know, and, and make help our linebackers make plays, he's done his job. Yeah. That's, you're gonna throw on the tape first thing like Friday morning with yeah. Brian and just be the human law. I'm gonna hear it from my room, <laughs> and I'm hoping he do something, man, because I'm with, like you. If if he don't be effective man i'd be kind of you know wow man he, he's done he's he's went from nobody to you know getting first team reps and now all of a sudden you get in the game and get set on fire 
It bums. It bums. Like it's kind of like, it's like if you saw Bigfoot or something, but yeah. then he, he disappeared when you tried to show somebody else. Like right. you're like, I'm telling you, <laughs> he's exists. good. He's good in practice for right. two weeks. Right. I'm not crazy. Right. And then goes out on TV and isn't good, and everybody's like, okay, Nate, <laughs> idiot. You thought yeah. Antoine Woods was good. Yeah. I'm, I Where's say Malik Collins? I say it every year. There's somebody that we don't even talk about, and they're like, we're going to get back here. And like, Marchie Murdoch's yeah, pretty good. Exactly. I mean, he had a really good game because that's what they see. And, you know, he hasn't done anything right now. Um, my guy that I think will play well is Joe Thomas. Um, okay. I think he uh, does a nice job. He's played a lot filling in for Sean Lee. I think he's – when you're in that role where you, you play with the first team because of an injury, you also play with the second team because you're on the second team, I, I think he'll play a lot. And I think he, he's physical. Uh, he's got something to prove as well. And in a game like this, I think he'll stand out. I think he'll make some, some nice plays, big hits. I think that that is such a sneaky good signing on the it Cowboys is. part. Um, I know we talk a lot about Jalen and Van Der Esch, but by the end of the season, I think we will – appreciate that that was a smart addition to this Just team. like Fleming. I think that yeah. signing Cameron Fleming and signing Joe Thomas and maybe drafting Bo Scarborough, maybe. I don't know. You know, Zeke doesn't have the injury history like that. And right. I don't, we don't see anything down the, you know, knock on wood, we don't see anything happening where he's not going to play. But, but, you know, just from a depth uh, standpoint, I think those guys under the radar additions that could help in the depth. Yep. Now, if the receivers collectively have a great performance this season, does that lower concern of not having to go t uh, to have like a go-to receiver instead and instead focus on just having a really good depth at wide receiver? I still like an I still like a go-to guy. I, I I like it from defensive per, you know perspective of somebody they have to kind of worry about. I like it from maybe a guy that Dak can lean on. I know Jason Witten's going to be right here. I know Dez is going to be over here, um, or he'll at least go up and get it from here. And they need somebody, I think, to, to do that. And, and they will. Somebody will establish themselves. Maybe it's Cole. Why are you looking at me like that, Nate? No, I'm just I'm just enjoying the show, man. I mean, I'm, I'm – Are you not I, talking I'm, enough? I'm out, of, I'm out of body. No, I'm good. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm good. I mean, why can't I enjoy the show? Dave, talk, man. Forget this dude. What? <laughs> I think that guy exists, and his name is Ezekiel Elliott. I think, I mean. Just hand off the ball. Well, I mean, hand off the ball, but throw him the ball, too. That, yep, yep. My, like, my two, my, <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves is just that they, that he hasn't gotten involved in the passing game, and I hope it changes this year. Man, you need a new staff badge. Okay, I know. New picture. let's not get distracted All here. I know is, all may, I know may, is. Do yeah. the Cowboys need a go-to, like a main receiver? They will find him by the night, by, by the 10th or 12th game. Yep. They'll know who that guy what is. What team is he That's on right now? That's a long <laughs> damn time, Nate. My so God. Well, what I'm trying to do is what I'm trying to do is interject uh, Michael Gallup. I'm thinking by that time. He'll, He'll know. have enough yeah, yeah. time to because show. everybody likes what he does, but I, I I wonder what he'll do when it's when it's when it's uh let's do this a high point situation. You're gonna hate this, and that's why I want to do it. Right. Uh -oh. Week one, September 9th. Uh huh. Cowboys come out in eleven personnel. Yes. Who are the receivers? Snap number one. Cole Beasley. Uh, Terrence Williams. And I hope uh, Michael Gallup. Wow. 
Okay, so you got not not Alan Hearns. No, nah, I'm I'm all about what we already have and what we what's going to be new and I want it to be number Michael Gallup. I don't I, we I got think we got the veteran guy in cold in there, you know. It would be enormous for this Hearns team. Hearns is new here. Huh? Hearns is new here. Not new enough. <laughs> it would be huge. Cast. It would be huge for this team if Michael Gallup is good enough to be a day one starter. It like would be huge. First guy off the You know, the and bench. that's my dream team, but we all know that. Hearns, we signed you, so hey, we got to give you first ups. I feel the same way, but I would pr- I would hope that it's Hearns, Gallup, and Beasley. Nah, but I think I think that's we, your dream team. Okay, we, but Williams, Williams, T. Will he he? If you see them run rounds now, he's been now, playing well, man. This dude yeah. here realizes like I've learned, I understand, I know what can be done now, and be it's not. Incidents off the field is playing a part in his career, mm. and I think he's really understanding that. It ain't the foot. People can believe it's the foot all they want. Oh. It's not the foot, brother. It's like, man, we got people out here running routes, trying to understand what we need in our in, in our locker room and what we, what we used to put up with in our locker room we ain't putting up with no more. Well, and last year, he his con- Dak's connection with Terrence Williams was – the best one on the field. I yes. mean, they, they took out Jason Wynn. They took out Cole Beasley. Obviously, Des wasn't working out. So, Dak always found a way to get to Terrence. Yes, and right. it wasn't always great either, but yeah. he was, I would say, the main guy who was Dak's main guy last oh, year. And that's why it was a problem because he didn't. There were some games where Terrence caught one ball, if any. Um, yeah. So, that, that, I, I that's I think he would be better this year. I do, too. And if he don't. But then we're looking at Hearns, Gallup, and Cole. Yep. Okay. Now you ma- you mentioned about okay uh, and Zeke. That's the big Zeke. one to catch yeah. the ball big out of the backfield. Two oh, one. Rod Smith. Zeke. It, That's cool. No, Zeke oh. is gonna have to touch the ball close to 400 times. Now yes. You give it to him however you want. Yep. Just give it to him however you want. 450. And then. Oh, no. Yes. 450? Yeah, no, 380 you, carries and If what, it's 450, catches. then we're in the playoffs. Let's we go. Deep. If it's 450, we deep in the playoffs. And his we career deep in the is over. You, got, so, that, so, you ever heard fine. of Larry? So? So? Five and out. Larry Johnson? So? Okay. <laughs> what are you doing okay, with well, okay. five and out? Okay. Let's go. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's let, go. Let, let me ask you this right here. No. So, no. So, now, so now we got to turn around and say, Hey, let's make sure we give him, keep him around 200, 300 so, so we don't make the playoffs, but we preserving him. Well, well what's the four? Okay, so what would you rather when have? When he said 450, I, I included what? I said that, like, and that's the playoffs. You know, we deep uh, in the playoffs yeah, now. Hey, Did, deep in you the got, playoffs. You got like a Jeep, fine. right? Yeah. You got like a badass Jeep with big tires. Right. Is it fun? To, is it more fun to drive that in the city, like on a smoothly paved road, or is nah. it more fun to like climb over a damn mountain in that thing? Yeah, just take <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, man. You're just going over boulders and around, well, like just driving over trees. I didn't want to do this to this show, man, mm. but you're suspended. <laughs> no, no, and the rest of us gonna carry on. No, I actually, actually, 
You're retired. This oh, is the last show. Man. Hey, you should spend the next one. We're going behind your back to the boss, nope. to the big dog, because you're the second in command, so we'll go to the big oh, dog. Oh, my God. And we got to get you off the board of uh, trustees, man. Nope. This was, that yeah, was your We got to get game. you off the board of the trustees, man. That oh, was, God. This dude ain't seeing uh, Zeke, y'all. He ain't seeing Zeke. I, I want to see Zeke for eight more years, not two. You want to run I want to see him until his contract is up. When his contract that, is up. Baby. Two contracts. We'll bring back. Okay. We'll bring back the other guy that we got rid of. Well, Nate, thank you so much for joining us once Bo again. Bo Scarborough. For Nate Newton, Nikki Man, David Hellman. I'm up for your CSC. You guys on Friday, maybe. We'll be back to talk about the game. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!